Thousands on my right, thousands by my side War between good and evil, watching our fists collide Battle for our freedom now, to the streets we ride Flags waving all around, pages full of pride This is where we make a stand, no more give or take March around the capital, storm the city gates Putting pressure on their necks until the truth breaks All walls of corruption, take out all the snakes Star Spangled Banner, got a plan loud and proud People from all walks of life, filling up the crowd Defend the constitution, many warriors avowed Casting down any among us who have bucked and cow Enough for tyranny, we come to take our country back For all citizens, white, red, brown, or black Return her to a form of glory, fix the bloody crack On the crown, fetch it down, it's going down Told me, yeah, she warned me that this day would come I'm like my father, go to combat with the blazing guns I survived that, then I came back, took the place I'm from To face off all these haters and the battle in the place I love You can't break me down, I'm indivisible You still see my raps if I was invisible But I'm standing tall, and I spit the truth So you all appall, cause you know it's true They call it freedom cause the fallen troops pay for this I love this country, doesn't matter how much hate I get I take my colors in the battle, ain't no wavering Cause this is for my warriors who marching to the cadences This is for the sisters working hard on the ship This is for the brothers getting y'all doctorate Father, yeah, taking y'all on the ship Baby, tell me why it's all for the patriot Time to wake Time up. To wake up. <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. You are tuned in to His Hard Line. Welcome to the number one show many have yet to discover. Our priorities of discussion are quite simple. We put God first. We talk about good health and how to fortify our families, followed by how we 
Restore the Republic so we can have a strong nation once again. So Patriots, so Patriots assemble. 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 Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side, because they are the host with the most. They are in charge. They are in the captain's chair, and they are at the wheel. Therefore, they are steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome to His Hard Line. Today is May 23rd, 2023. It is Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023, and you are listening to episode 548, Warfare Tactics of Darkness. Now, you might notice that there is no Bible verse there, um, or chapter, I should say, because what we're going to be reading is going to have a lot um, intertwined, uh, a, lot of, a lot of Bible verses intertwined in with this, uh, this piece that I'm going to be reading from. And so that's why, you know, just for the sake of time, number one, but number two, because of the nature of this, uh, this subject, there's going to be already a lot of scripture that's going to be referenced. So it's kind of like a, a two in one blended, if that kind of makes sense. So, um, but uh, anyway, so that's, that's the reason why those, there's no reading there. Um, but anyways, but uh, a little bit of housekeeping first. Let's uh, start with first things first. As I always state here periodically on this podcast, I'm not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat. I'm not a financial advisor, a pastor, priest, deacon, or biblical scholar, or a bar lawyer. I don't give out legal advice. I'm also not the official face or voice of the national, state, or county assembly. Additionally, I do not advocate for violence. I am my own man, and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless I reference other material. So there you go. And that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be referencing um, an article that was written um, by the man by a man uh, named John Piper and the source. And I actually just posted it over there on my Telegram in case you want to read a little further into it. But it's uh, from a website that I happen to stumble across. I don't know how I found it, but it's by DesiringGod.org. The website's called DesiringGod.org, and this article is from back in 2016 by again by the name of john piper and i came across this and i was like wow i'm like this is actually an outstanding article and an outstanding subject matter that i think was worth uh making it an episode all by itself um and so that's exactly what we're going to do so we're going to take a little break from the operation vampire killer 2000 uh, we're going to take a break from that for a day or two, and then we're going to pick it right back up again. So I just figured just kind of switch it up a little bit so you guys don't get bored. And uh, so anyway, there's that. Um, I tell you, there's just there's so much going on, as usual. I mean, it just is anybody really surprised about what they're seeing anymore these days? Um, I was just looking at the Gateway Pundit just the other day, and I'm seeing that uh, according to an article that they dropped over there just a couple days ago, that crime in Seattle is so bad that the Postal Service had to pause their deliveries for their entire area. That's how bad it's getting in their area. I mean, this is what happens, America, when, when you know, when the wrong people get in power, they just let whatever happen wherever they want it to happen in. Uh, I just, I tell you, here's another little article I found. So 
A San Jose high school student confronted the board about the homeless people that are leaving needles in their cafeteria and their bathrooms. Now, first off, I'm kind of curious, what kind of cafeteria do they have where needles are getting inside? But I don't know. I'm thinking it's probably like outdoor eating areas, probably, you know, like maybe they may have outdoor dining, you know, for their lunch cafeteria because, you know, it's always so nice out in California. So that's the only thing I can think of. But yeah, San Jose student, uh, high school student confronted the board of directors about the homeless, you know, leaving their their paraphernalia, their needles. Yeah. In their cafeteria and bathrooms. I mean, that's a big problem. There's 20 high school students from Kip San Jose that ended up going and confronting the board about this saying, what are you going to do about this? This is, this is unacceptable. And see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, see, this is why I'm urging people that you guys should really, if you have kids that are still school age, consider homeschooling. All right. I'm serious. Consider homeschooling. Yeah. But Jason, we have two jobs, mom and dad. We, we know my, my, me and my spouse, we work. Yeah, I know. I didn't say it was going to be easy, but, do you want your kids being raised and taught by these socialist, communistic natured, you know, grooming individuals? Because I'll tell you one thing for sure. I sure as hell don't. I would I would drop my lifestyle a few notches just to make sure that my kid was not subjected to these 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 nasty freaking communists. Yeah, but Jason, not all teachers are communists. Yeah, I know that. I've had a few good teachers in my day. A few good ones. But let's face it. From when I was in high school back in, let's see, well, when did I graduate? 2005, I did early graduation. I graduated January of 2005. So almost almost 20 years ago, 18 years ago, okay? School, and that was at me being a senior, okay? Let's go back another, you know, five to 10 more years getting into grade school. I mean, we're talking 25 to 28 years. There, there was a big significant difference on how teachers were then. And look, they still had their little socialist beliefs too back then. But now they're just out in the open and they don't care. And it's not just a socialist communist thing. It's a Luciferian, you know, satanic thing because that's what really, Lucif- you know, communism is. I mean, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's everything blended in one. It's everything blended in one. I got somebody here saying you're a youngster, Jason. Well, if I knew how old you were, I'd probably say you're a senior citizen. (laughs) Just kidding. But no, seriously. It wasn't that long ago when I was in school, but things were significantly different then than what I'm seeing happen today. With teachers. I mean, it's 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 kind of sick, to be honest with you. You know, they're trying to groom children, try to convince the kids. Hey, Johnny, are you feeling like a girl today? Because I have some, I have a, I have this little treasure chest full of girl clothing that might fit you. Now, if you're feeling like a girl today and it's okay, you're in a safe space here. You can put on this clothing, be who you want to be. You could change your name for the day if you want, but here's the thing. You cannot tell your mom and dad because it's none of their business first off, because what you do is your business and they don't need to know. That's the kind of bull crap that, that I'm talking about. They groom our children for their sick little agenda. Now, what's the agenda? Well, they want to destroy the family. Well, Jason, why do they want to destroy the family? Because you destroy the family, you demoralize an individual, you demoralize a family and a household, then you demoralize a nation. 
it's straight out of the communist manifesto it's very blatant the whole transgender movement the whole you know i mean for god's sake target has a line of clothing for crying out loud that allows people to wear stuff to tuck in their junk if they want to be a practicing transgender i mean what the hell is that and people want to sit there and say oh well we got to be socially accepting of these people no they're effing crazy and they're insane and they deserve to be in an insane asylum there is nothing normal about that and if you open up your bible god actually talks about how people men who wear women's garments and women who wears men's garments is an abomination much less when you chop off you know key and you know parts of your body that are essential for reproduction don't get me started on what god says about that i mean he's just talking about i mean it's in the old testament i believe deuteronomy if if the men wear women's clothing or vice versa it that alone is an abomination let alone chop your winky off and and invert yourself that's all satanic shit. but hey that's cool if you want to keep sending your kids to 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 you know public indoctrination camps that we call government schools go right ahead but don't say i didn't warn you when they come back from college and they got you know they got a you know your little son johnny has a boyfriend that he's engaged to and and uh you know he he did a you know weenie snip and tuck and you know he's uh rummaging through your closet because he's trying to find a good blouse to wear at thanksgiving dinner don't say we didn't warn you here's something else i thought that was kind of interesting before we get into the um couple subjects here i want to get into now again now take this for what it's worth i don't know okay you guys know how I feel about the mainstream news, all right? Even the Gateway Pundit, all right? Take everything that you hear from the media for with a grain of salt because we don't know if they're trying to distract us or they're trying to, you know, stir up fear or if they're trying to stir up misinformation campaigns to see how many dipsticks out there that are, you know, that have podcasts that will share this information either on their podcast or video streams or hell even just on their social media just to see how many dipsticks that are out there that don't do the research before posting something and they just go sharing stuff just for the sake of sharing stuff because it might get them a few extra likes now again i don't know if this is true but i find it kind of interesting how the u.s senators were being issued satellite phones in preparation for a quote-unquote disruptive event i wonder what that could be i don't know not going to give too much audience to that, but I thought that was worth kind of at least bringing up. Wonder what that's all about. Now, here's a little video I'm going to play. Now, the American Medical Association sent an official request that newborn children should not be assigned a gender. See, here's that freaking communist BS again. See, they say that this is done because children should be allowed to determine their own gender. What the hell is that? What do you mean determine your own gender? Johnny, look down in your pants. You got a pee-pee? Yeah, Dad, I do. Okay, you're a boy. Susie, go see your mother if you got a vagina. Okay, Dad. Wife, you got to ask a certain question. Yeah. What do you mean? We, we, we need to let the children be allowed to determine their own gender. Get the hell out of here. What the hell is that? Listen to this audio piece. 47 seconds long. Wait, hold on. Had the volume down like a nincompoop. Hold on. Restart. American Medical Association has announced that the sex of a child should not be on a birth certificate because we don't know it until they choose it. 
This is the American Medical Association. What? Can you pull this up? Yes, pull it up. The American Medical. Yes, the American. See, this is the this is the thing. People don't know the damage the left does to everything it touches: art, music, education, children, male female relations, and medicine. It has corrupted the medical field. The American Society of American Academy of Pediatrics or Pediatricians, whatever the full name is, they've, they've come out for affirmative care to give minors uh, uh, hormone blockers. I mean, that is evil. Yeah, that is evil. It's satanic. It's sick. It's perverse. It's an abomination. And millstones for every single one of these people the american medical association don't think that was done by accident guys come on you guys all know you guys aren't stupid you guys know that this was all done on purpose by the Rockefeller, you know rockefellers and you know the russia all these freaking elitists at the top who just want nothing more than to depopulate this earth and implementing their satanic agenda by screwing with the family by medically or chemically castrating people i mean this is what they want because that's what Lucifer likes. I mean, I mean, don't think that this is all like, oh, they just got a couple bad people that they hired in there that they probably need to get fired. No, they did it on purpose. They did it on purpose. Here's something else that I thought was interesting. One last little article from the Gateway Pundit. Target executives, speaking of Target, they actually had to hold an emergency meeting to avoid a Bud Light situation after hiring a trans sat Satanist to design satanic kids clothing. <laughs> what the hell? But yet people still go and shop at Target. Look, I'm not going to lie. My wife and I, I guess every once in a while, because it's right up the road, you know, and you know what? There's no excuse. Sometimes I do step foot in that store. So I'm not going to sit here and say I haven't. But you know what? After what I've been hearing and seeing the last several days, I, th I think I'm pretty much done altogether. Th this store, this store needs to burn in hell. In fact, I'm glad there's a big target on it. Maybe, maybe the military can bomb it. I mean, seriously, it, it's, it's an abomination. It needs to get destroyed. It needs to get destroyed. I mean, you guys should know better there at, at Target, you executives. Did you not learn anything from Bud Light? Oh, and don't get me even started on Ford. Ford's starting to do that woke BS bullshit with their rainbow LGBT crap nonsense too. You know what? It's good that I started migrating over to Toyota and Lexus because you know what? Ford, that's another one can burn to hell, especially since that also has, uh, I don't know, Nazi ties to it. Wait, Jason, you're telling me Ford, Henry Ford has Nazi ties? Well, yeah. You should read that book, Mein Kampf. I'm pretty certain Hitler... Adolf Hitler spoke very highly about Henry Ford. Screw Ford. If it wasn't for the fact that I'm so cheap right now, I, I, I'm like, because look, I have a piece of crap Ford Fusion. I'm just beating the hell out of right now. But you know what? Until that thing dies, oh, next vehicle, don't, and listen, I almost was look. I was look, actually looking at a Toyota 4Runner today, guys. It was like $24,000. I had like 186,000 miles on it. I thought about it. I was like, man. But then I started thinking about it. I'm like, nope. I don't really feel like dropping that kind of coin. I'm just going to drive this piece of crap till it dies. But I will never buy another Ford again. And look, I'm a big Ford Mustang guy. Loved Mustangs. Had two brand new Mustangs back in my day. In 09, 45th anniversary, and a 2013 GT Premium. Thing was a beast. And then I had an F-150. 
I won't ever go back to Ford ever again. <laughs> Patriot Beagle here is saying, thinking about Nissan Titan for my next truck, unless they go gay too. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> Oh, I needed that left. That was pretty funny. I like that. But anyway, th- you know, these target executives should have known better. You're going to hire a transgender Satanist to design satanic kids clothing. Are you stupid or are you just flat out retarded? I'm sorry, but you know what? You get what you deserve. You ain't getting my business anymore. If my wife goes to Target, I don't want to know about it. You hear that, babe? I know you're listening. If you go to Target, don't let me know because I'll be pissed. I, 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 I refuse. This and Starbucks, both satanic garbage companies i refuse to freaking frequent their places and besides starbucks their coffee sucks but anyways terrible stuff absolute terrible so anyways well while we're on the topic of uh consumption and food and stuff like that i feel like i haven't discussed stuff uh as far as like you know because i always pride myself on this podcast how we discuss everything god wellness family and country we talk a lot about you know god and country stuff but very little on uh, on the health aspect of it, we try to discuss stuff family related. I want to get more into family uh, topics and healthy topics. Now, one thing I thought was interesting that I wanted to discuss, and I was just it was my own curiosity. So, <clears throat> I've been eating pumpkin seeds more lately, and I was like thinking to myself because I heard that pumpkin seeds carry a lot of benefits with them. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to look up what exactly is it is about pumpkin seeds that actually is really good for you. And so I figured I'd share this with you guys because this is actually really intriguing and, and important, you know, especially if you're trying to clean up your diet like myself. You know, I've been uh, doing more Mediterranean kind of keto, but not really keto, uh, but more Mediterranean type style of eating. And so part of that is nuts and seeds. Right. And so pumpkin seeds, which are also known as pepitas or uh, yeah, I think I have pepitas. Yeah, that's how I think that's how you pronounce it. But they offer several health benefits when included in a, you know, a well-balanced diet. Now, number one, they're nutrient rich. I don't know if people know this, but pumpkin seeds are actually packed with a lot of essential nutrients. They are a good source of protein. They got healthy fats, including omega-3 fatty acids, fiber, vitamins, like like vitamin K, vitamin E, B vitamins, and minerals, including magnesium, zinc, iron, and potassium. Yeah, all that packed in a little seed. And so incorporating pumpkin seeds into your diet can actually contribute to meeting your daily nutritional needs. Now, number two, it's really significant for heart health because the nutrition, the the nutrient composition of pumpkin seeds, including their high levels of magnesium, healthy fats, antioxidants, and fiber actually may help support heart health. And it also may help in reducing blood pressure, improving cholesterol levels by increasing good HDL and reducing the bad LDL cholesterol and reducing the risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Now, remember, ladies and gentlemen, remember that disclaimer I read at the beginning. I am not a doctor and I'm not a health expert. I'm just reading some things that I researched that I thought would be, I don't know, kind of relevant to share with all of you. But pumpkin seeds also contain antioxidants. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I thought, you know, it was more fruit like, you know, blueberries and, and stuff like that that carried antioxidants. But, yeah, pumpkin seeds contain antioxidants such as vitamin E and uh, carotenoids, which help neutralize harmful free radicals in the body. And, and the antioxidants actually play a role 
in reducing inflammation and protecting cells from damage and potentially lowering the risk of chronic disease like certain cancers. It also helps with prostate health. It helps with, you know, sleep support. It's a good, uh, it's a good sort. Now, I, I always thought tryptophan was only in Turkey, but I guess pumpkin seeds are a good source of tryptophan and amino acids, which help can contribute to uh, the production of serotonin, which is a good uh, neurotransmitter involved in regulating sleep patterns and mood. So consuming pumpkin, pumpkin seeds may actually promote better sleep and potentially alleviate certain sleep disorders. I thought that was pretty good. Patriot Beagle right here was saying Mother Nature has all we need, in my opinion, Rockefeller medication based on petroleum, which do you prefer? Yeah, I prefer the God's nature. My wife is saying, agreed, God gave us everything we need to survive in sickness and in health. That is right. Um, the fiber and protein, that uh, the content in pumpkin seeds can also aid in stabilizing blood sugar levels. It's also good for weight management because they're relatively low in calories, high in fiber and protein, which can help, you know, promote a feeling of fullness and help control appetite. So just a few things I just kind of wanted to go over with you guys. I thought it was pretty relevant, uh, you know, to share with you guys. Um, hold on a second. Did I just do something. Yeah, I, I always do something weird with my computer here and thought I deleted something I shouldn't have. So let's get right into the uh, the topic. So warfare tactics of darkness. Okay. We're going to talk about Satan's top 10 tactics that the, he uses against people like us, right? The believers of Jesus Christ, God-fearing men and women. As you could tell from what we were discussing from some of these articles and what Target's been doing and, <clears throat> excuse me, what the American Medical Association's trying to pull you could tell that there's some evil satanic demons at the head of a lot of these uh, of these companies. And this is why we need, and Patriot Beagle said it right best right here, we need parallel economy and medical systems. Because when you have satanic people that are at the helm of a lot of these corporations and companies, don't think for one minute that they're not going to, you know, do crazy juju stuff and, you know, cast spells on your food or try to slip bad nasty stuff in your food like you know human blood or meat i don't know but i would not put it past any of these big mega corporations anymore because listen they are so blatant and out in the front in our face they're they don't care and they're not hiding it again just like the public schools don't be surprised when your kid comes back from another public indoctrinated program called college and they come back a full-blown socialist, married, you know, engaged to somebody of their same sex, possibly gender flipped. So don't be surprised what comes about after your kid. Now, yeah, but Jason, I have a son that went to college all four years and, and, and actually got a master's degree too. And you know what? They're still conservative. Okay. I'm glad for you because that's probably one of like a thousand kids. But let's face facts. There is a definite satanic dark agenda in public schools going all the way up through colleges. Don't fool yourself. And the fact that they charge you out the yin-yang where you have to go into debt beyond oblivion, sometimes more debt than what you would go into when you buy a house, just for a four-year 
degree and, and gives you a piece of paper saying, hey, look, guys, I got a I got a four year degree in basket weaving and gender studies for Asian lesbians. Woo! I'm the very studious person. OK. OK, you just stay off of my property because I can't trust somebody like you. I'm glad you're happy with your piece of paper and you went into $180,000 worth of debt to get that piece of paper. But for somebody that's that happy about that, go check yourself into a mental hospital. But one of the most sobering facts about life is that all people have a supernatural enemy. I don't care who you are, whose aim is to use pain and pleasure to make us blind, stupid, and miserable, like forever. The Bible knows it as the devil or Satan, right? The deceiver of the world, right? The prince of lies, right? The accuser, the ruler of this world and the God of this age. Little G, by the way. He is our adversary who prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Yet in the most appalling and unwitting bondage the whole world willingly follows the prince of the power of the air the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience ephesians 2 2 and at his most successful his subjects march obliviously to destruction and take as many with them as they can yeah we are in what's called warfare we are literally in warfare with these with these legions Now, the article goes into write uh, this, uh, uh, what's his name here, um, John Piper. He writes, the good warfare stated in you know 1 Timothy 1.18 that I wrote about under the title Awake and at War includes the daily resistance of the enemy. Now, let's, let's take a second. Let's go to 1 Timothy 1.18 for a second. What's that say? Let me pull this up real quick. 1 Timothy 1.18, this charge I entrust to you, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. And so what he wrote includes daily resistance of this enemy, the daily refusal to give him any opportunity, you know, give him any type of opportunity and the daily stand against all his schemes. Let's uh, reference Ephesians 6.11 for a quick second. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. That's right. Now, Satan's leash and impending doom. God is sovereign over Satan. And the devil does not have a free hand in this world. In fact, he is on a leash so that he can do no more than God permits. And we could see that when we read Job. Now, in effect, he must get permission from God. So as in the case of Simon Peter, where Jesus discloses, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has asked to have you that he might sift you like wheat. In the case of Job, where it says the Lord Satan... Or the Lord said to Satan, Behold, Job is in your hand. Only spare his life. Job 2.6. 
So evidently, God sees the ongoing role of Satan as essential for his purposes in the world, since if God willed, Satan would be thrown into the lake of fire now instead of at the end of the age. But the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and then will be tormented day and night forever and ever. That's Revelation 20.10. And his complete defeat is coming and sure, um, and it is for sure, but of course not quite yet. So the thing is, is that God intends that part of our preparation for heaven be a life of warfare with hell. He calls it the good warfare in 1 Timothy 1.18 and a good fight, 1 Timothy 6.12. It is good not because we might be killed, which, you know, we might, but because these firefights refine the gold of our faith, 1 Peter 1.7, in life and death. Now, God is the great general in this warfare. He has given us the walkie-talkie of prayer to call for help. And I quote, take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times. That's from Ephesians 6, 17 through 18. He sees behind enemy lines, and he knows exactly the strategies that will be used against us. He has, he has written them down in a wartime manual so that we would not be outwitted by Satan. And the reason we will not be outwitted is that we are not ignorant of his designs. That would be found in 2 Corinthians 2.11. Let's see what that says. 2 Corinthians 2.11. So that we would not be outwitted by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his designs. Worth repeating. So again, remember, this is a serious warfare that we're in. I see somebody are saying, yeah, but we're also in an informational war. We're, we're in a, here's the thing. We are in an informational war. We're in fifth generational warfare. We're in warfare for, uh, there, there's a warfare for our blood, hence the shots. Um, there's a warfare for uh, our kids. I mean, there's a warfare for so much. We're in probably like, we, we could just agree to say that with all the micro warfares that's going on, between information and the war on our children and adrenochrome and 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 keeping us unhealthy in our blood. I mean, w this is the ultimate warfare that Satan is waging on people on earth. So let's look at the top 10 things that the father of lies likes to imp you know, impart on us. W let's see what, what some of the tactics of the warfare of darkness are. Okay, so number one, Satan lies. Okay, that's that's clear as day. Satan lies and is considered the father of all lies. See, when he lies, he speaks according to his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. That would be John 8, 44. So the first time Satan appears in the Bible in Genesis 3, the first words on his lips are suspicious of the truth. Did God say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And then the second words on his lips were a subtle falsehood. You will not die. And John says that Satan has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. We are dealing with the essence of falsehood and deception. That's right. Silver tongues are very shiny. That's right. Here's another tactic. He blinds the minds of unbelievers. He blinds the minds of unbelievers. 
as it says in 2 Corinthians 4, 4, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. That's right. So he not only speaks what is false, but he hides what is true. Why do you think there's so much fake news out there hiding what's actually going on? Why do you think no podcaster out there, maybe except Patriots with Grit and Kirk's Law Corner, but only because those two guys are part of their local assembly. But why do you think no podcaster out there that's worth their salt and has a ton of people following them, (coughs) Bards, (coughs) SGT, (coughs) X22, I don't know, I could just name a thousand of them. Nobody talks a word about the lawful assembly of the people and how that's the only remedy to restore and stand up this republic. I'll wait. I'll wait. Nobody's talking about it. Why? Because he hides it from us. He hides what is true. He keeps us from seeing the treasure of the gospel. He lets us see facts, even proofs, but not preciousness here's another tactic of warfare uh, by darkness satan masquerades in costumes of light and righteousness think about that for a second guys satan masquerades in costumes of light and righteousness ah, please people show their faces as one way you know in front of a camera and then you know when they're off camera and you talk to them one-on-one then it's like jekyll and hyde they're a completely different person let me tell you something what you guys see here what you guys hear on the air right here is what you get in real life too you could ask mary you can ask people that know me personally i don't act differently here i don't go here and when i read the bible like okay ladies and gentlemen we are going to be reading genesis chapter one and in the beginning there were, you know, like I don't, I'm not going to talk like that. I'm talking how, how I'm talking now is exactly how you, what you're going to get in real life off the studio, mic, like out, out of the studio, away from the mic. I'm an imperfect man, but I, but I know one thing's for sure: God works on me daily. God works on me daily. So. Again, remember, he masquerades in costumes of light and righteousness, as it says in 2 Corinthians 11, chapter 11, verses 13 through 15. And Paul says that some people are posing as apostles who are not. Let's let's go read it for a second. Let me click on it here. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses um, 13 through 15. For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will, cor- will correspond to their deeds. That's right. Paul, again, says that some people are posing as apostles when they're not. Jesus even said that they will be like wolves in sheep's clothing. He also says that they, you know, Acts 20 verse 30 says that they will not spare the flock, but will draw people away to destruction. Without God's gift of discernment, our love will be suckered into stupidity. Just for the record, guys, God did call me to 
do this episode. I think that this me finding this article was not an accident because I've never heard of DesiringGod.org until just a couple days ago. That's why I felt like this was important to go over. Here's another one. Number number four. Satan does signs and wonders. So in 2 Thessalonians 2.9, the last days are described like this. The coming of the lawless, won by the activity of Satan, will be with all power and with the signs and wonders of the lie. Now that's my awkward translation. Now some translate it with false signs and wonders, but this makes the signs and wonders look unreal. In fact, some people do say that Satan can only fake miracles. I doubt it. And even if it's true... His fake is going to be good enough to look real to almost everybody. That's right. Angie brings up a very good point I want to read. She says, hmm, so we now know that the CIA has been behind mainstream media since inception. And let's also not forget movies and music. But yes, mainstream media. Um, she continues to say, do you think it may be possible that those incredibly popular podcasters are similarly infiltrated? I'm going to go with a yes and a hell yes and um, probably absolutely. Yeah. Because what I want to know is how do these podcasters become self-sustaining so quickly? In such a short amount of few years. I mean, look, I'm not saying I got the greatest thing since sliced bread over here. I mean, I'm trying to make it my own over here. Um, And look, if I happen to make it one day where I can do this full time, wonderful. That'd be great. But in the meantime, I'm going to keep behind, you know, the wheel of my truck or something. I'm I'm either going to stay behind the wheel of my truck and keep doing this or until I hit the lotto, which will never happen because I don't really play the lotto or until... God blesses me and calls me to do something else. I don't know what that looks like, but I'm just going to sit here and just keep doing what I'm doing right now until God says something else. But in the meantime, I'm going to keep doing this podcast as a service to you guys and and as a service to God for you guys. Um, God, here's the thing. God intends that part of our preparation for heaven be a life of warfare with hell. That doesn't sound nice. Now, one reason that I doubt that Saint can only fake his miracle miracles is that in Matthew 24, 24, Jesus describes the last days like this. And I quote, false Christ and false prophets will arise and show great signs and wonders so as to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. There is no hint that these signs and wonders will be tricks. Let your confidence be grounded in something far deeper than any supposed inability of Satan to do signs and wonders. Even real signs and wonders in the service of anti-Christian assertions prove nothing, even when they are done in the name of Jesus. That's right, even when done in the name of Jesus. Or Lord, Lord, did we not do many works in your name? To which Jesus replied, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Yeah, you can find that in Matthew 7, 22 through 23. Again, like I said the other day on Saturday, be careful who you follow, guys. If you're wearing earbuds, my apologies. Didn't mean to blow your eardrums out, but I can't stress this enough. I can't stress this enough. Be careful who you follow. 
There are a lot of little wolves out there in sheep's clothing trying to just lure you away and chomp your head off. Watch your ass, guys. Watch your six, as they say. See, the problem was not that the signs and wonders weren't real, but that they they were in the service of sin. Now, here's another tactic of warfare by the darkness. Satan tempts people to sin. This is what he did unsuccessfully to Jesus in the wilderness. He wanted him to abandon the path of suffering and obedience. And this is what he did successfully to Judas in the last hours of Jesus' life. And in 2 Corinthians um, 11.3, Paul warns against this for all the believers. And he says, I quote, I am afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. Here's another tactic of warfare by by the evil one. Satan plucks the word of God out of people's hearts and cloaks faith and chokes faith. What? Jesus told the parable of the four soils in Mark 4, 1 through 9. And in it, the seed of the word of God is sown and some falls on the path and birds quickly take it away. He explains in verse 15, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word which was sown in them. Satan snatches the word because he hates faith, which the word produces. And Paul expresses his concern for the faith of the Thessalonians like this. And I quote, I sent to learn about your faith for fear that somehow the tempter had tempted you and our labor would be in vain. Paul knew that Satan's design is to choke off the faith of people who have heard the word of God. Hmm. Yet people still believe just anybody, anywhere, and they're like, oh, no, they're speaking truth. They, they, they are good people. Charlie Ward is a good guy. The Patriot Street Fighter is solid. He tells good truth. Okay. Okay. All I have to say to you is one word. Discernment. And yes, I would also ask God for discernment on this podcast too. No, I'm not purposely misleading you. But look, sometimes I don't always have it right. The reason we pray for discernment is to make sure that we are able to have God help us sift through the bullshit. Okay, I'm sorry. I used to listen to all these people. Not anymore. You know why? They're all contradicted themselves and their message. Fake hopium, building up fear. Fake hopium, building up fear. Fake hopium, building up fear. It's bullshit. I'm not here to slander anybody, but they're, 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 just, just use discernment, guys. Just use discernment. Just grab your popcorn. Enjoy the show, guys. You don't hear me saying that. If you ever hear me say, enjoy the popcorn, enjoy the show, and and, and uh and promote, uh, you know, cryptocurrency over here, run, delete this app and get away from his hard line. If you start hearing me say crap like that, because I had probably been murdered and replaced with a clone run. <laughs> Angie says, I'd say, who are you and what have you done with Jason? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. 
And then you should really be skeptical if you don't see my wife up in here in the chat. If you see, if you hear me talk about cryptocurrency and, um, you know, and stuff like that and say, hey, grab your popcorn, Patriots, and enjoy the show. It's going to be great. And then you don't see my wife in the chat. Uh, just assume we've probably been, you know, abducted or, you know, taken off this face of the earth. <laughs> I'm just saying. You'll, you're not going to hear that crap over here. All right. Continuing on. Here's another tactic that Satan uses as warfare tactics against us. Satan causes some sickness and disease. See, Jesus healed a woman, healed a woman once who was bent over and could not straighten herself. Now, when some criticized him for doing that on the Sabbath, he said, and I quote, ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for 18 years, be loosed from this bond of the, on the Sabbath day, end quote? Jesus saw Satan as the one who had caused this disease. Remember, God is sovereign over Satan. The devil has no free hand in this world. He is on a leash by God and can only do what God permits. Again, just read Job. You'll see. Now, in Acts 10.38, Peter described Jesus as the one who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Acts 10.38. And yes, I agree with Cheer for Brandon. We are the white hats. We the people are the ones that are the white hats. We the people are the ones who are going to save ourselves. In fact, the military, here's the thing, guys. Yes, I know Q said the military is the only way. There is some truth to that, but you have to know a little bit more about history and General Douglas MacArthur and, and, and kind of what transpired from back then leading up to today. But here's the bottom line, the military, okay, the good aspects of the military, because make no mistake, the military is quite split too. But the military, the good aspects of the military service men and women there that aren't trouting around in high heels and blouses trying to be transgender freaks, they're waiting for the people. They're waiting for us to get our heads out of our ass and assemble our state so we can re we stand up our republic once again. We are the white hats and patriots in control. We are the ones that are the civil power that the military is subordinate to. I don't know how much, how many times I could say that to you guys. But in other words, the devil often oppresses people with illness. This too is one of his designs, but don't make the mistake of saying every sickness is the work of the devil. To be sure, even when a thorn in the flesh is God's design for our sanctification, it also may be that the messenger, it may be the messenger of Satan. Now, but there are other instances in which the disease is solely attributed to God's design without reference to Satan. And I quote, it was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him, end quote, John 9, 3. Jesus feels no need to bring Satan in as the culprit in his own merciful designs. That's right. Three more tactics here by Satan. Number eight, Satan is a murderer. See, Jesus said to those who were planning to kill him, you are the father and you are the father the devil and your will is to do your father's desires 
He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth. I was right. John 8, 44. John says, do not like be like Cain, who was of the evil one and murdered his brother. 1 John 3, 12. Jesus told the blameless church at Smyrna, or Samaria, Smyrna, Smyrna, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you a crown of life. To put a word, to put it in a word, Satan is bloodthirsty. That's what he is. He's bloodthirsty, and he's a savage. See, Christ came into the world that we might have life and have it abundantly. And Satan comes that, you know, and Satan comes that he might destroy life wherever he can, and in the end, make it eternally miserable. Here's another tactic. Number nine, Satan fights against the plans of missionaries. See, Paul tells of how his missionary plans were frustrated in 1 Thessalonians 2, verses 17 through 18. And I quote, We endeavored the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face because we wanted to come to you, but Satan hindered us, end quote. Satan hates evangelism and discipleship, and he will throw every obstacle he can in the way of missionaries and people with a zeal for evangelism. I think that's why I keep getting so much nonsense bullcrap from that piece of garbage Satan. Why he tries to attack my family, tries to attack me, tries to bring down this show. He ain't going to win. Be gone, Satan. In Jesus Christ's name, you can be gone. And here's the last tactic. Satan accuses Christians before God. What? What do you mean? Revelation 12.10 says, I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come, for the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. End quote. See, Satan's defeat is sure, but his accusations haven't ceased. It is the same with us as it was with Job. Satan said to God about us, they don't really love you. They love your benefits, but they don't love you. This is what it says in Job 1.11. Stretch out your hand and touch all that they have, and they will curse you to your face. But their faith isn't real. Satan accuses us before God as he did Job. But it is a glorious thing that followers of Jesus have an advocate who will always live to make intercessions for them. As it says in Hebrews 7.25. Here's the thing, guys. Satan's not going to win. Satan won't win. What we just illustrated are just some of the designs that he uses, okay? He being lowercase h, he. God is the only one that deserves the capital H, he. But the path to victory in this warfare is to hold fast to Christ who has already dealt with the decisive blow by dealing what he had to deal with on that cross and suffering the pain and torment of the crown of thorns and everything in between. Don't forget what 1 John 3, 8 says. The Son of God appeared to destroy the works of the devil. Hebrews 2, 14. Christ took on human nature that through death he might destroy him who has the power of death. That is the devil. Colossians 2, 15. God disarmed the principalities and powers and made a public example of them, triumphing over them in him. In other words, the decisive blow was struck at Calvary. Mark 3, 27. No one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man. Revelations 20.10 says, One day the warfare will be over. 
the devil will be thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone and will be tormented day and night forever and ever. You need to resist the devil and his legions. See, James says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. James 4, 7. How do we do that? Well, here is how they did it according to Revelation 12, 11. They have conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they loved not their lives even unto death. See, they embraced the triumph of Christ by his blood and they spoke that truth in faith. They did not fear death and they triumphed. Hands down. The New Testament highlights prayer as the pervasive accompaniment of, uh, of, of, of every battle. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. Ephesians 6, 17 through 18. Don't be outwitted by Satan, guys. Because God sees behind enemy lines and tells us all we need to know to not be ignorant of Satan's designs. So as the close of this age draws near we're seeing satan and his little legions of demons rage on which is why i think they're not hiding their bull crap anymore and they're out in the open see jesus calls us to wartime prayer and i quote watch at all times praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the son of man end quote luke 21 36 Similarly, Peter makes an urgent call to end-time prayer. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. 1 Peter 4, 7. Even Jesus fought against the devil on our behalf with the weapon of prayer. He said to Peter in Luke 22, 31-32, Satan has asked you to have, the, have you that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. So Jesus illustrates for us the opposition of a specific satanic threat with prayer. And of course, Jesus instructed us to make prayer a daily weapon for protection in general. That's why I say spend 15 minutes a day, ladies and gentlemen, in prayer, in your gratitude journal. Read a few verses out of the Bible. 15 minutes is only 1% out of your 24-hour day. That's not a lot of time to spare just for protection. I'm sure if you're concealed or open carry, I guarantee you take time to, you know, put your ammo in your in your in your in your clips and and you holster, you know, you get everything situated right. I mean, it fifteen minutes is not a lot, guys. Remember, lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. Matthew 6, 13, that is deliver us from the successful temptation of the evil one. Do you confront the designs of the devil with the focused and determined power of prayer? So what's the takeaway here, guys? Understand that there's power in words. There's power, successful. Look, prayer is more successful of a weapon than any other weapon of mass destruction on the face of the earth. God with prayer, God can do anything and make every weapon on earth fail. But are you praying with intention and with a sincere target toward the evil one or for the good? So the takeaway is this. 
Don't be shy of taking 15 minutes out of your day, whether if it's in the beginning, after, during your lunch hour at work, or before you go to bed. Take 15 minutes and spend some time with him. Pray. Like Patriot Beagle says right here in the chat, Luke 10, 19 is one of my favorites too. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. Pray. Know who you are. Invite Christ daily in your heart. Invite God daily in your household, in your marriage. How you parent. Seek his counsel every day for little and large things. You might think it might not be significant, but it is. So that pretty much concludes. I know we're going to probably go over just a couple minutes, but we're right on time for the most part. But that concludes episode 548, Warfare Tactics of Darkness. Now, I did want to play something real quick. I forgot to play this earlier. I, I got two of them. I'm going to have to wait to play the other one for tomorrow. But, you know, my favorite dude, Buddy Brown. I got to play this. This is pretty funny. Uh, which one do I want to play? Let's play. Yeah, let's play this one. Uh, make sure the volume's up this time. Listen to Buddy Brown here. It's uh, Lessons from a Southerner. Maybe. See, I always do this. I think we lost America about the time men stopped smoking Marlboro Reds and started vaping strawberry cheesecake. We can send a rocket all the way past Jupiter, but we can't make a GPS with an avoid ghetto route. <laughs> Amazon Prime, UPS, and FedEx are just adult versions of the ice cream truck. For every American killed by an illegal, we should deport a politician who supports open borders. ACM, ain't country music. CMA, country my ass. If you've got a beard but can't change a tire, shave. LeBron says he means too much to society to just shut up and dribble. Dude, you throw balls through a hoop. A trained seal can do that. Don't solicit at my front door. We know who we're voting for. We found Jesus seriously. Unless you're giving away free beer, just go away. That's right. You know what? I am going to play the other one because I do. I, I love these videos. I'm going to play this other one here. We're, we're going to go over just a little bit, but not by much. And then I got an, a song I'm going to play. There's only 38 states left in America today. Wait, did you say 38 states? Uh, Buddy Brown, 38? Isn't that what we need, ladies and gentlemen, to, uh, oh, I don't know. That's what we need minimum to get the full power of the people. I'm just saying. All right, back to Buddy Brown. Yeah, no. There's only 38 states left in America today. The rest are Anno states, American in name only. Yeah, there's still hardcore Americans living in deep blue states, but even they understand they're on borrowed time. Take a look at LA County and New York City. You can't coexist with communists. In blue cities now, you can be locked up because the hatred for you is so great on social media, it's more powerful than the law. And our enemies know the places that gun owners have no rights, landowners have no rights, and police have their hands tied. Do whatever you can to move to the free states. Your kitchen is literally on fire. So don't act like you're safe. 
because you're back there in the master bedroom. The fire is spreading. The days of 50 states are over, but these 36 to 38 could be the most powerful ever if we just strengthen the core. That's all I'm saying because I love y'all. We got burgers on the grill. Come on down here and let us remind you what America is. Yeah, man, burgers on the grill. All right, buddy Brown, we're going to be coming down with a whole bunch of his hardline family members, and we're going to freaking tear up some burgers and brats. Come on back. I tell you what, man, I love that guy. That guy speaks some straight up truth. So at the beginning of the show, I played it, and then I'm gonna I played it at the beginning just to allow people to filter in. Um, but this song is called uh, "The Patriot." Um, it's by a group called Twofer. There are two men who were Marines or are Marines. Uh, they made this song. It's called "The Patriot." And so we're gonna play that. But before we get into that song, we're gonna say a prayer, and then we'll uh, we'll get into the. Pr- uh, play that song and then we're gonna close it out so heavenly father we want to say thank you for the lessons that we just learned in today's podcast we want to say thank you for your good word and for this wonderful article that was written by uh, john piper uh, back in 2016 a lot of good lessons in here and i felt like it was very very well worth the read for all your people out here including for myself because we do need to know what the warfare tactics of satan is we need to know how the enemy is going to try to take us down. We need to recognize it so we can triumph and beat it. So, God, we thank you for you know each lesson, and we just continue to ask you that you you continue to be the light for us, guide our path, and just guide everything that we do. Um, I know we don't always get it right, and sometimes our path, you know, we might walk in a in a staggering you know kind of path and not so much straight. But you know what? You know what our intentions are, and you know what we're trying to do. Just just help guide us. Help us be guided and always do the next right thing. And we we pray all of this. And, and, and before we conclude with the amen, we also want to say welcome to anybody who is in here in the chat. I'm seeing a few new names in here, possibly people from other countries. Welcome to His Hard Line. Welcome to have you here. Glad to have you here. It's amazing. And uh, anyway, just I'm really happy to see people. Uh, listen to this podcast from all over the world. It is a pleasure. It is an honor. And uh, I just hope we can continue to grow the podcast. So God, we just, you know, we, we, we do all things in your glory over here. And, and Rietta adds to the prayer, Lord, thank you that there is nothing new from the enemy. Thank you that you give us a great weapons of warfare, your word and your Holy Spirit. And we pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. I, I do appreciate all of you who showed up on time. <coughs> Mom. <laughs> I had to call her. She says in the chat, oh, poo, I missed it. That's <laughs> all good. It's all good. So anyways, it was a good one. You missed it. You missed a really good one. Not saying any of them are all crap, but this one I felt like was pretty good. I thought so anyways, but so anyway, but I hope remember here at his hard line, we are firm. We are steadfast. We are uncompromising. The enemy will not win. That's why this podcast is called his hard line. Who is his Jason? Who are you referring to when you say his, not me, his hard line is Jesus's line. It's the line of God. All right. It's the divine line. We need to hold that line. The enemy cannot, will not, shall not, must not ever cross that line because of us, we the people, the watchers on the wall. All right? 
And thank you for that, Donnie. No, you rock. And I'm not even kidding. You guys actually all rock. I would not be here. I would just be talking to a blank screen if it wasn't for you guys coming here, listening live, contributing to the chat, sharing this podcast, and helping grow. Like, the, the, like I've been noticing more and more people have been coming over here. Now, chances are pretty good. They probably could be infiltrators, people that want to fusticate. That might be, and maybe some of them might not be. I don't know. But I'm very well of the reality that there are some people that are in here that have very bad intentions, and there's actually people that actually, you know, want to know, okay, is Jason is Jason legit? Because, you know, he just sounds, you know, here's the thing. I'm here to tell you, yeah, I'm legit, but take it to prayer. Ask God. Don't take my word for it. Don't take my wife's word for it. Don't listen to my mom. Take it to God because only God can provide you with that answer. All right. That's just kind of the point blank. So anyway, so again, this song is called The Patriot. Um, Twofer, I believe is who it's by. They're two, it's two Marines. All right, two Marines, and it's a great song. So here it is, and ladies and gentlemen, I hope you will all have a fantastic night, and we will be back here. Let's see, what's tomorrow? Wednesday, we will be back here tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye. Thousands on my right, thousands by my side War between good and evil, watching our fists collide Battle for our freedom now, to the streets we ride Flags waving all around, pages full of pride This is where we make a stand, no more give or take March around the capital, storm the city gates Putting pressure on their necks until the truth breaks All walls of corruption, take out all the snakes Star Spangled Banner, got it playing loud and proud People from all walks of life, filling up the crowd Defend the constitution, many warriors avowed Casting down any among us who have bucked and cow Enough with tyranny, we come to take our country back For all citizens, white, red, brown, or black Return it to a form of glory, fix their bloody crack On the crown, fetch it down, it's going down Told me, yeah, she warned me that this day would come I'm like my father, go to combat with the blazing guns I survived that, then I came back, took the place I'm from To face off all these haters and the battle in the place I love You can't break me down, I'm indivisible You still see my raps if I was invisible But I'm standing tall, and I spit the truth So you all appalled, cause you know it's true They call it freedom cause the fallen truths pay for this I love this country, doesn't matter how much hate I get I take my colors in the battle, ain't no wavering Cause this is for my warriors who marching to the cadences This is for the sisters working hard on the ship This is for the brothers getting y'all Dr. Red Father Yeah, taking y'all on the ship Baby, tell me why it's all for the Patriot
Time to wake Time to up. up. <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. You are fake news. Go ahead. say China. I don't need anybody's money. It's nice. I'm really rich. We have losers. We have losers. I have a feeling it's going to be beautiful. But I will see you tomorrow and I'm going to be cheering you on. You're going to cheer me on, but I'm going to be cheering you on because what we've done is so special all over the world they're talking about it all over the world so i'm gonna leave now goodbye everybody bye 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 uh i'm out of here bye 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 okay bye 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 Bye. Thank you very much for coming. Appreciate it. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Uh, bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Go have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bing bing. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye to Iowa. Bye bye. And to other places. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye folks. Bye bye folks. That's it. Bye bye. Wave goodbye. Bye bye. Bye everybody. Bye bye. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 See you sometime. Bye-bye. Good luck. Bye-bye. Have fun. Bye-bye. We're leaving. Bye. Enjoy yourself. Bye-bye. Enjoy yourself. We're leaving. Bye. Bye-bye. Gotta get on the plane. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, darling. Bye-bye, Frank. You're a wonderful guy. Bye, everybody. I can go home now. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. I'm going. I'll go to Turnberry. I'll go someplace that I own, and I'll enjoy my life, and that's the end of that. Bye-bye. We're finished. We're finished. Goodbye, everybody. And that's the end. And everyone says, oh, that was fine. Bye, Felicia.